Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021, about 6.33 p.m. Coming at you from the heart of Chicago, Illinois, a Midwestern city in the United States on the planet Earth. In the Milky Way. There's a lot to talk about tonight. There's things to not talk about as well. Zero collusion. That's all I'm saying. Thank you for watching us on Twitch, on Facebook Live, and over on Twitter. As always, thank you to the podcast listeners. And hello, Blog Talk Radio. We've been with you since 2012, September 12th of 2012. Hey! On this day five years ago, where were you, Al Archer? I was at uh, Trader Todd's dealing with a bunch of jagoffs walking down the street like uh, zombies. And the Chicago Cubs win the World Series! Join in the conversation. 760-454-8834. 760-454-8834. That's where you can join in. Right here with us. And that track. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Clark Lawrenson. You can tweet us at Larcher Lawrenson. I am Clark in Chicago. That is my partner, Larcher Than Life, on the old Twitter machine. Uh, that is Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III, and I am going to hand it over to him tonight. Hello, sir. How are you? Uh, once, a time, once upon a time, I was Big Elwood 9, and, uh, you know, you can find me in the DraftKings. Uh, but right now, I, I don't know. There's a. Uh, as an investigation, I may, I may, I may, I may be uh, uh, shunned from the community. Lar- so, uh, can't go into much details. I can't, I can't issue any statements or uh, comment on the uh, on the uh, Alec Baldwin like situation I'm in with DraftKings. But uh, I will say there was no collusion, and uh, uh, you know, I hope for the best. I, I hope for their mercy, and uh, I definitely didn't intend to break any rules. But if rules were broken, I, I apologize, and they will never happen again. So I'm hoping for the best. That's all it, i got to say about that. That's the official statement. I mean, it's been weeks since we've had a suspension on this show from different right, places. Right, right, so. You got your Twitter. Well, and then I get, I get uh, falsely accused of threatening to murder somebody on Twitter. So they suspended. Uh, so I got a 12-hour suspension. Well, what, what? You said you were going to throw somebody off a roof or something? Throw somebody off a bridge? What, what did you say? I said a guy wearing a – it was a wrestler. He was posted a <laughs> shirt going back to Japan, and he had on a Packer jersey. And I said they should throw him off the plane for that obscene jersey. That's amazing. And they thought I meant – you know, because they're sick people. They're sick and Packer – and, you know, Packer fans are dumb. And we, we've – We've already so it, through this. It took know? a Packer fan being an asshole and uh, and putting you you know putting you on blast for it, so they had to take it seriously, right? Well, you know these Packer fans buy uh, phony pieces of paper claiming they win the team. This is true. They get conned, they get conned out of all this money uh, by by this uh, horrible organization, and because they're not that bright, they thought I meant they should throw the man off the plane while it's moving. 
I did not mean that. I meant they shouldn't allow him on the flight because of the offensive shirt he was wearing. But no, you know. So, you know, Twitter sent an email, and they're like, we investigated this, and, uh, you know, it it was a bullshit. You're okay. You're okay. Back on the Twitter. They didn't need you to delete it or anything like that? No, but my PR people have been an absolute disaster of a week. You know, this Eric Ferguson got thrown off the radio for lesser things. Yeah, he's gone. He he is uh he's he's stepped away. They decided it was time. He was once number one in the mornings. The first time I ever heard of that Eric guy, I heard it was back when I listened to Man Cow Muller back in the day. Oh, yeah. When I was eighteen years old and he talked about these uh Eric and Kathy. Eric and Kathy. Gotta get rid of them. Man Cow offered me a job a couple years ago. He did. That's right. After it didn't, quite, it didn't work out, but you know, I almost. He offered almost you that gig immediately after he had disrespected you like a son of a bitch, if I recall, or was it yeah, before the disrespect? It's a whole story for another time. Uh, there's a lot more interesting hey, things going on. If you're watching us on Facebook, come over to the Twitch where you can hit the subscribe button. You can join in. Al, we're going to create channel points. We're going to start raiding other people. Have you done this Twitch thing very much? I mean, I have a Twitch. I don't know. Where I, I like. Uh, I play. I think I play video games on it. There's I, one of these things I play video games on. I don't know if you noticed though. I just figured out this thing here. Look, we got a yeah, new logo up impressive. there. You, you like that? I like how you made sure it was above your head. All of a sudden, I'm on this. Oh thing. yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. You want me there, to, you there. Want me, you want there. to do this? <laughs> Look at. I got a rocket going underneath that thing. <laughs> uh, for the podcast listeners, uh, we are pointing at our new logos. We. We uh we have been branded and uh, we are uh we're we're currently uh, working on sponsorship here for this show. We're working on just tons and tons of things, Al. Uh, Al, I've got to tell you. So Sunday, I went out to go watch football with some friends. Went out, had lunch. My wife met us. We went over to the pizza yeah, place down the street, invite. Easy Street. Yeah, you were invited. I find here's here's something, folks listening at, at home. Al, uh, they're, they're our, our football uh, group uh, from the uh, Fantasy Football League, the year-long league, sends out a thing. Hey, let's go over to Easy Street. Kyle, who used to work with us, he's working there now. We can go there. And I was thinking, Easy Street? I go to one of their locations with my kids. We can go there and have lunch for the first half. Then the family can go home. So everything was work- – well, fast forward, everything worked out pretty perfect there, Al. We're, we're riding along uh, on the way there, and I go, so – at halftime, like when when you're when we're gonna head home, what do you think the chances are? Like, should I approach the subject of staying now, or do you want me to just kind of throw it on you when we get there? And she's like, "Now's a good time." And she's like, "Yeah, you can do that." So I got to stay for the second half. But wow. anyway, as as the messages were coming out, Al, I noticed uh, was it Saturday the messages were coming out about it? Yeah. And uh, you know, people were like, "Hey, Al, where you at? Al, where you at?" And I had mentioned my kids might be coming. Then your response was, <clears throat> I'm not feeling so well, a little bit under the weather. Then soon after that, I mentioned, well, the, the rest of the family might not be coming. Your next reply then shortly was, oh, I'm starting to feel better. You might see me. Is it my kids? Are you allergic to my kids? Well, number one, if you're meeting dudes for football, don't bring your fucking kids. Like, that's rule number one. That, that's a hot take. That, that's, uh, you know, I'll call Scott. I don't know. I think that's a hot take, and I think that's wrong. Are you allowed to bring dudes this show in Twitter jail? Are you allowed to bring dudes to watch football with? The, are you allowed to bring your kids to watch football with the guys? 
You say no? No. Come on. Absolutely not. That you're you're breaking so many man codes, so many rules of decency, so many rules of uh, of of the brotherhood of man. Um, it, it it's it's a terrible thing you did, and uh, you should be ashamed of yourself. Now, I was legitimately sick. I I couldn't. Well, I wasn't coming. Uh, whether your kids were there or not. I, I've been fighting a cold for about three to four weeks now, uh, to the point where I think I might have pneumonia. I might be, I might be dying. This could be the, the last podcast. There won't be a podcast next week. I can tell you that much. Oh, wow! And this is come from a guy who who survived uh, COVID, right here. Like I did. I, I this is a guy who beat COVID, and now you're going to let this cold kick your ass. Well, it got to the point where it was Wednesday night, and I got home. And I have some of Joseph's finest meat steak sauce. Oh, shut up. That's amazing. And, uh, and I went to smell it, and there was no smell. Guys, like, my smell is gone. If you're ever in Chicago, Joseph's finest meat on Addison over by Harlem in the Dunning neighborhood. Hit it up. You'll love it. That, how's the sauce? Good. Wait. So you said you just smelled it, so, uh, or you just smelled it, so you're good? Well, I couldn't smell it, but I also had a stuffed nose, so I went and I smelled some pine saw, and I couldn't smell pine saw. If you can't smell pine saw, you have COVID. You know, that's what happened last time. You know, I didn't need the damn test to tell me I couldn't smell pine saw. I knew I had COVID, and then the test came the next day. I had COVID. So before you go to work, smell the pine saw. If you smell it, you can go to work. Is that how it is? No, I am double vaxxed. You know, I know, I know you knocked over old ladies to get triple vaxxed. I don't, you can't. You can, triple, you can triple vax a double vax. You absolutely uh, can. Yeah. Yes, you can. So, and you should. Uh, uh, I have. I had an at-home COVID test because this thing has been going on for three weeks. So I initially took a, a COVID test about a week or two ago and passed. Before I went to the wrestling show, before I went and saw Bret Hart, I, I, I passed my uh, COVID test. So I had an extra test. So I took the test again, and I passed. The, I was sure. I was sure. I'm like, I got COVID. I'm like, I think I'm going to die this time because I can't breathe. Jeez. Like I'm having a... Good good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a kid. And the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. I appreciate it, Al. Thank you. That was very kind. Yeah, you want me to die? Very nice, Clark. Thank you. No, I didn't so, want you to die. So, uh, so, anyways, I passed the test, and I'm, I'm actually feeling a little better. But uh, yeah, I was coughing a lot, and you know, I have to talk at work. I have to talk, you know, nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely, you all right? You doing okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing okay. But I'm going to Austin, Texas next week, so there won't be. Well, maybe there will be a show. I might, I might be able to do it from Austin. Oh, let's see. We don't have plans on Wednesday. Well, maybe, maybe. Uh, wait, what, what's down in Austin? Uh, Dino says that uh, he said that Joseph Finest Meats better be a sponsor. Well, we're working on it. They should. We, we've Clark, been, you we've been approached in... them. I feel like I have. Uh, you know, uh, my relationship with them is a little different, so you should – I think you're more of the business. I feel like what we have with Joseph's Finest Meat is the opposite of a sponsor. Like, we, we're sponsoring them. Well, they might uh, – if they, if they found out we were sponsoring them on here, they might issue a cease and desist order, so. All right. Jay says he doesn't see where the channel points are. After tonight's show, we'll work on that stuff, and uh, – We'll work on uh, the uh, the subscribe button and everything, and we'll have that going. Look, Jay, I just figured out how to how to put up the logo this week. Actually, we used to not be able to with our subscription level, but now now we apparently can. So, so be it. 
Very good. Mm-hmm. By the way, I, I, you know, I got the soundboard so I could have the, 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 uh, the drops. And now that I got the drops, I got like 10 of them and I stopped. So, you, you know, you're stuck with the same uh, drops for the next couple of weeks. So I'd I like to thank to Clark for getting get them all in there. Hey, Jay Dino's here tonight. Chalamba's here tonight. Jill Amba is here tonight. It's funny. I only read these names. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce them uh, always. That's Chilamba. You gotta say it right, buddy. Well, Al, you've been suspended. Are, are we are we gonna end up talking about DraftKings? Are you gonna be able to play this upcoming well, week? I mean, that's that's the issue. Every tournament I've ever won, and you know, I, I'm plus. I think my profit on the first week of November is thirty thousand dollars. I've won thirty thousand dollars, but only on the first Sunday of November in DraftKings. Every other week of the NFL season, I tend to lose. So this is the big one. This is the Super Bowl for me, man. Here's, and, uh, this is my conspiracy here. DraftKings knows that this is your week, and they're like, we're not going to let him take us. We're not going to let this man take us yet again. So we are going to come up. Just I think go and be honest about the situation, and I think, I I think all is good. I think they're, I they're in the wrong. I don't think they're in the wrong. I just think I was doing something that was – questionable to the rules, but my intent wasn't to cheat. My, my intent is not to, to uh, damage the integrity of the game. I was just helping a buddy out, you know, with some lineups. We, we talk football all week, and uh, I create lineups. I have the ability to generate, you know, 100 lineups. And, uh, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, he, he gives me his player pool. He gives me what he wants, and, and, I, and I just hit the, the, uh, the generate button for him. But, no. but somehow the, the, their matrix have figured out that, that, we, that we might be – there's a collusion. I want to write this no down. You just said they give me what I want, and I wanted to drop the Batista give me what I want drop from, uh, from Hunter Hearst Helmsley. You remember that? The give me what I want, Hunter, that one? Yeah. Hey, are you listening to me? Hey, me, Jay. Yeah. There you go. I don't know. So, uh, so yeah. So, the, I mean, that's, that's what's going on there. But I think – I hope so, because that's just it. Do I start doing it? I put a lot of work in. I mean, there's at least 20 hours that goes into a week of uh, fantasy football. Put in the work. Do your response with your photograph thing that you got to do for them. Do the song and dance. I think you're good to go. So let's go on with our show. Uh, We normally lead off talking about the Chicago Bears, because everybody does a Bears recap show on Tuesday. Actually, next week when you're in Austin, Tuesday is going to be a fine day to do a, a Bears show because the Bears are Monday night football. Oh, I'm going to watch. Nice. I'm going to go to a bar in Austin. I'm going to wear a Bears jersey and be the asshole from out of town watching the Bears game. Can you turn on the sound? Yeah. Can you hey, turn on the sound? Can get the Bears game on, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Clark, these people want to subscribe and they can't. No. I mean, uh, are you screwing this thing up here? Hey, I mean, it's very beautiful with the pictures now. People are subscribing. We're getting there. Hey, it's a slow process, right? We've been doing this show for nine years. We can, we can keep going. We're going to finally get, get into our rhythm here eventually. Uh, but uh, we'll get the whole Twitch thing figured out here very shortly. It's CNN. There you go. CNN wasn't, wasn't all perfect when they first started. Ted, billionaire Ted and his stuff. Didn't well, it's, it. it's the Clark News Network. We keep waiting for you to break. You have some breaking news. Austin with a stripper with the monkey. Stripper with the monkey in Austin. I'm Googling this tonight. Yeah, Google this, Al. Right now, you've got to get to this story. 
um, an assistant coach with uh, Texas A&M. Is that right, guys? Uh, the, his his wife, who is a who is a, an exotic dancer, uh, she has a monkey, and they invited people over for a haunted house. The monkey bit bit a kid. It had a like have it like it. It's not completely confirmed, but there was a bite that happened. But there are reports that they had to pry the monkey off of the kid. Had to pry his jaw off of the kid. And this is the, the man left his wife and kids earlier this year or last year for the stripper, and her name is Pole Assassin. Clark, we don't have time for this monkey business. I, I, I don't know no, what you're blabbing. No, about. no. Uh, I suppose after that, I should mention that Al and I uh, we met at Second City. Well, we met through Patrick uh, and formed a comedy group. We both went through the Second City program, and we are alum of the longtime running Chicago comedy group Comedy X. Truth in that, yes. Who uh, we're just waiting for the right time to make a comeback. Would it would it be weird if I went to the uh, the Texas themed steakhouse in Austin, the one I like that's over there on Irving Park? No, just go. Was that the uh, the Long Branch? The Longhorn? Oh yeah, yeah. You can't go to Longhorn while you're there. You got to go find a real steak. No, no, no. I'll go to the Longhorn. Yeah. I'll get, get some. Uh, I'll bring my Joseph's finest meat. Uh, a steak sauce into the establishment. Why don't you tell the listeners what are you going to listen to? Where, where are you going? Well, one, back to the monkey and the stripper. You, do you remember okay. the 911 call of the old lady who had a pet monkey who attacked her friend and ripped her friend's face off? Absolutely. And the lady's like, uh, she's like, she's calling the police and she's like, you can bring a gun and shoot it. And the 911 op- operator's confused. Yeah, it was horrible. It was horrible. The monkey has a gun. And she's like, no, shoot the monkey. The monkey doesn't have a gun. It was great. It was fantastic. So I, I enjoy monkey stories. And it's, it's just a reminder, please do not own a pet monkey. Okay. Fair enough. So uh, this morning, Al, after I went before trick-or-treating and went and watched the Bears with our friends where you didn't show up. Thank you. Uh, bef- this morning, I couldn't find my wallet. Looking all over. I look all over the house. Look everywhere for it. Nowhere to be found. The last time I used it was when I paid tab for my, – my wife had already left and the kids had already left, but I paid the tab over there, over at Easy Street Pizza on Irving Park. I'm looking everywhere for it. Can't find it anywhere all day. Looking here, there, everywhere. Uh, I call. I put a stop on my credit cards because nobody had used them yet. Put a stop on my credit cards. Uh, Impressive. Came clean to my wife about it earlier today, so she was anxious about it. Wasn't great. Well, then finally, uh, the first I ahead. knew of this, uh, the first I knew of this uh, breaking uh, news from the Clark News Network. This is CNN. Was uh, I tune on the Facebook this morning and I see a post on the uh, uh, the local neighborhood yeah. page that made absolutely no sense. Like it was coded. I had no idea what you were talking about. You were you you were blathering. Like it, it made no sense whatsoever. Are you serious? Because I sent that to Lauren. For approval before i posted it i sent it to her for approval you would think that oh, she would horrible. help me with that you i, I deleted it oh it, well i wish i should have screenshot it well, made no I, sense. I deleted you it said, because you said something about a lady lost the wallet and and like no i said we were out trick-or-treating today like we we had gone trick-or-treating my wife and kids all right 
Lost Wallet. Yes. And then I named the streets, right? Hi. Yes. Our Wonder Woman and Queen Anna of Arendelle had a wonderful time trick-or-treating with a large what crew. What does that mean? It means my daughters were dressed as Wonder Woman and Queen Anna of Arendelle from, from uh, Frozen. What the fuck does this have to do with the God Lost Wallet? All right. I'm I need to do better at reaching the single guy. I need to do better at reaching the single guy. That's what I need to do. So I was wondering if anyone happened to find a dark wallet with the stars of the Chicago flag on it. Yeah, you're right. I probably could have done better. Probably could have done better with this. Piece. Just read that first part again. The, the, Hi. Queen, Am- Queen Amendola. Our Wonder Woman and Queen Anna of Arendelle had a wonderful time trick-or-treating with a large crew. There, Did I'm explaining. Hey, wallet? we came by. Maybe the people in the house has remembered a Wonder Woman or a Queen Anna of Arendelle. Well, why Maybe- don't you say, hey, I'm, I'm a dad. I was, I was trick-or-treating with the kids and Queen Amendola and, the, uh, and Wonder Woman. We're, we're with me, and, and we lost the wallet. What's it going to cost me to come to you before I leave posts like this? Like, I will bring these to you, and you can help me write them. What are you doing texting the wife for approval? Why didn't I do better? I know I should. Well, you might have been sleeping was the thing. I had this exact conversation with Billy after Lauren left that I don't explain any of my Facebook posts. I don't explain any of my, my uh, social media posts. I just leave them like, whelp, and then I don't say anything because I'm like, ah, oh, you can figure it out. I yeah. I, I'm going to come to you to write all my stuff for me. Are you going to cost anything? Yeah. I, I, we can work. So I don't want any collusion. Okay. Right. I'm not colluding. Yeah. I'm absolutely. collaborating. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Yes. There's it's nothing but a collaboration. If I do help whatsoever <sighs> with any of your writing, but um, what is a queen? Well, who is this queen? Aminola? What is this? Have you ever heard of frozen? The the movie? Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Have you heard of frozen yeah, the two? Kids well, the kids singing at the karaoke at the end of frozen two. Princess Anna becomes Queen Anna because her sister has become – I don't want to give it away, so I, I'm not going to tell you everything. But. Well, thank you, because yes, the sports well. show audience is uh, Absolutely. clamoring for spoilers on Frozen. Dude, they are. I, I mean, I don't – yeah, they absolutely are. Um, uh-oh. Yeah, all right. Uh, the Chicago Bears, they played the 49ers this week. Uh, the offense came alive. You know, I, I went heavy on DraftKings a week prior on Justin Fields. Hang on. And got, then this week, I, I – Hang I on. I got to put this one up here. Just the, the comments out there, just so you know. They, at least they understand what our show's about, Al. They understand who we are. Right. Right. It's true. I mean, this is exactly what Yeah, yeah. All right. So you were saying. So, yeah, so I, I went and, and I lost a bunch of money on uh, Justin Fields a week prior, and I'm like, you know, the smart thing would be go back to the well, but it just looked like a bad play. So I, I went down from my like 12% to 5% on Justin Fields, mm-hmm. and, of course, Fields puts up uh, big points. And uh, if he would have put up 22 points a week prior in DraftKings, which is very basic, would have won $15,000. What, so, what were the points he ended up with? I think uh, I think near 30 because he yeah. had over 100 yards rushing, right? So right. that'll do it. Yeah. And that's all you need in, in fantasy football, in all honesty. If you get, if you got a running back with running equity, you, so, you're, you're cashing money, you know? Just print it. Some of the folks in sports, sports radio uh, are, are really excited about, about Justin Fields. Some of the folks were huh. excited about it. But, I mean, this game, it, it's his best game as a professional football player. Last week, you know, we had a ridiculous conversation of, like, maybe he's not who we think he is. And uh, I, of course, said, 
absolutely he is. He's a blue chip quarterback, and yes. he will be a blue chip quarterback. And he he is a potential to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. And and I, I still think that's the case. And that thankfully we saw something this week, and to kind of shut those other people up, you know, morons who who are thinking he's not the guy, and uh, that it clearly is an issue with coaching, the scheme, and and let's face it, no offensive line. Um, but he he was able to get the job done with. Uh, uh, you know, against the San Francisco uh, 49ers. Uh, and then, of course, the defense shits the bed. This team is just the drizzling shits. It straight up is like, you know, you need to take some uh, Robitussin. You need to take the pink stuff because it's it just, it, it's a horrible. The intestinal systems of the Chicago Bears are broken. <clears throat> do we just ask if Matt Nagin can stay home for one more week? Is that what you want to do? Huh? You want to see if... uh if uh, they could stay home for one more week, what do you want to do here? Well, number one, yes. If we can get – listen, I called for a lifetime ban for the guy who ran the Detroit Lions uh, from football. And I'm very close to issuing the same uh, ban for Matt Nagy. I think he should get a lifetime ban from put- football. He shouldn't even be allowed to watch it. The NFL Network – like, if he goes to that channel, it should just be a black screen that says you are not invited. He should get the Pete Rose ban, and the man should never be allowed anywhere near football again. Um, I don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately, because the league is soft. But, you know, I, I just think that that's something that really needs to, 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 to be instigated. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. There. Well, as I told you, I had my family out to dinner for the first half, so uh, being able to pay attention to much of the game was kind of difficult. But because uh, right, your kids are there at a man's uh, event, can, oh, a dude's God. event, a dude's outing, you got the, you got you got princess, uh, whatever the hell. It's a chance where everybody could see the family for a couple minutes, and then we get down to the football business afterwards. They're not going to be there the whole time, Al. Come out and see my kids. I hear you have a doll that you're going to give my kids. I don't know. Like I'm just saying, like I do. come out and see them. You don't have to fake an illness about it. It's uh, not a doll. It's an action figure. That Man, for- when, I was a kid, when I was a kid, my father used to call all my action figures dolls, and it would piss me the fuck off. Yeah. To this day, I still am bitter about it. Uh, a little bit of a healthier defense, and I know that everybody says, you know, you can't talk about uh, the health of, of people and injuries and shit don't matter, but I think if our defense had been a bit healthier, I think that game was a win. Which is fine. Like, I don't think they have to be wins right now because the Super Bowl is not the answer to this. Like, it's not happening this year. Right. So and We're talking about the San Francisco 49ers. Sure. No. But like, the, this, isn't, this isn't a great team. But the development of Justin Fields, I, I think, what a hell of a game. Very fun. The fourth and one, every, everybody's been coming back to. Yeah. That fourth and one run, he made it, he figured it out, made it happen. A football player. A football player, Clark. That's what, that's what they do. I mean that, that's what's supposed to happen. Um, Nineteen to twenty-seven, still still low on uh, on the attempts. Uh, he had, of course, thirty-two in the disaster in Tampa Bay, was his highest on the year. Uh, twenty-seven ties the second highest. He had twenty-seven against Green Bay. Against Green Bay with twenty-seven passes, he only had sixteen completions for fifty-nine point three completion rate. Against the San Francisco Forty ers up that to seventy point four. That's wow. the guy we drafted. By the way, against Tampa Bay, even though it was dog shit bad and he was a complete donkey, 68.8 in the completion rating. Uh, threw for 175 yards, did, did light up the world, obviously. Uh, one touchdown, one interception, took four sacks. By the way, he's taken four sacks against Green Bay, 
four sacks against Tampa Bay Buccaneers, four sacks against the 49ers. Um, he did rush 10 times, 103 yards and a touchdown. And the week prior against Tampa Bay, he rushed eight times for 38 times and against Green Bay, six times for 43 yards. So it's nice to see what we always thought was this guy is, a, is an absolute magician with his legs. Uh, the, guy, the guy has speed. He commits. He, you know, he's a big dude. He just mm-hmm. burls ahead, and he makes things happen. And on top of that, he's also a damn good passer. So uh, once, once we have a system in place, once we get double uh, to, to call this offense. Say that I, again? I right, double. Brian from, double uh, of the, the Bills. From the Buffalo Bills. Yep. They're coordinated. I, I, think, uh, I think wonderful things are going to happen. So, uh, yeah, and then the defense just a complete disaster. And sure, Mac, it wasn't playing, but, you know, what are you going to do? Your thoughts on, uh, on Khalil Herbert? What's that? Your thoughts on the rookie, Khalil Herbert? Well, I think, I think, I think Khalil Herbert has, has uh, shown us we have a two-headed monster going forward. And a lot of people want to shit on Pace. And uh, I think Pace, you know, uh, deserves to be shat on, but like in a fetish kind of way that you can clean up afterwards and Jesus. still keep your job. Wow. Because he, he um, you know, he's done so much wrong, you know, and, and obviously hiring Nagy, and, 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 and bringing in uh, Trubinsky, uh, you know, you should be fired on Trubisky. that alone. Mm-hmm. But being a young dude and, and learning at a job, I think the guy is actually doing better than what he gets credit for. And, uh, you know, he brought in an offensive lineman. Of course, that offensive lineman is on the shelf. Um, you know, the, 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 the offensive line in general was ne- neglected going into the season. I mean, criminally neglected. <laughs> but what, uh, you know, he has he has hit on some things. Are you, are you talking about he, the, the rookie who had the back surgery? Yeah, yeah. Shouldn't yeah. we have been ahead of that a little bit more before the draft? Like, can't you can't you give pace hell for that? Like, shouldn't you he can, been on top of that? Don't you don't didn't you want to have somebody this year that could contribute this year to that offensive line and make that offensive he, line better this year? He deserves the criticism for sure, um, but. You know, let's say in four or five years, this guy, Jesus, what is this? I'm trying to eat. I don't, I don't, want, I don't want you to see it. Yeah. No, 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 no. Something started playing there. Um, okay. If he turns out to be, you know, our, 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 pro, our pro left tackle going forward, you know, for the next eight, nine, ten years, then, you know, so what? He, he didn't play that much in the first season of his career when uh, – when he, you know, when we weren't going to the Super Bowl, we're, we have a horrible team. So, right. Yeah. I don't know. If, but if they fire Nagy tomorrow and they, they fire Pace with him, I'm not upset. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not crying a tear. I'm just saying, what next? You know, who's the guy, who's the professional you're bringing in that's going to actually matter? And I think Matt Nagy could be a guy who's going to grow and is growing. I think he's shown growth in the job. I really do. So not Nagy, but Pace. I'm sorry. Nagy's absolute garbage. I mean, just like I said, lifetime ban. What do you do with Cohen? It, it, can he play football is the thing. Do we know? Is he going to be able to come off the pup? Well, listen, Conan was always a gadget guy and always will be a gadget guy. And, you know, Nagy showed creative ways to use him the one year he looked competent as a coach, um, but hasn't done that since. Uh, Cohen isn't a guy who's going who's gonna to be in every play. He's a guy you can put on special teams. He's a guy who's go, who who can uh, who who can run gadget plays 
little trick plays here and there. But I think you have a real two-headed monster in, in Montgomery and uh, uh, Herbert. I, I think those two guys could be a solid duo that, that they complement each other as runners. And uh, going forward, I, I look forward to that with a new coaching staff. I, I think you got something there. Okay. Is Komet going to start catching? I hope so. You know, I mean, his blocking has been graded out as pretty decent. And uh, you have a, a horrible offensive line that you have to you have to bring somebody in to even try it a chance of protection. So they're not running a lot of uh, system <coughs> systems that are going to put him out there running. I mean, he has to come in block. He has to chip. Mm-hmm. He's not he's not in a position to succeed in that position right now. And uh, you know, it's tilting in, in DraftKings when some tight end you never heard of goes ahead and catches the ball. But um, Jesse yeah, James, I, I, yeah, Jesse James, Steelers. Man, he he was a hot fantasy play. For oh, he was. That's where it is. I forgot all about that. He was the Steelers guy that I forgot about. Uh-oh, you there? Oh, we got the cough button going on. Guys, thank you so much for listening tonight. Thank you for listening later. Of course, you can always find us wherever you grab your podcasts. You can watch us live on Twitch. And over on Facebook Live and on Twitter, of course, you can listen to us live on Blog Talk Radio, where we have been located since September 11th, 2012. He is Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. I am Clark Lawrenson, just one of us, just one of us. I got the Gmail to prove it. There's only one of us. That's Al Larcher. Well, talk more hockey. You know, it's nice that the Blackhawks went and they played some grab-ass uh, or worse than that. Jeez. So now we don't even have to pretend to talk hockey. Wow. I can just yeah, straight up terrible. say, you know it's what, Bob? It's dignified to speak of the uh, hockey. You frozen or are you just, uh, you know, trying out for a mind position on the radio show? Well, it's kind of more of a Twitch show now, so. You are Twitch. For now, anyway. I'm, not Twitch, I'm Twitchy. You can join in on the conversation now, can't they? Yeah, that is easy. You just uh, you pick up your phone, you dial 760-454-8834. That's the magic number to call, uh, 760-454-8834. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. I was testing you, Clark, because you did a fantastic job. Now it's your turn. And you can so. follow us over on the Twitter, of course. Man, how disgusting that hockey I feel thing is. We're getting trolled there. People are trying to jump us into hockey. Oh, it's awful. Unreal. When I first heard about it, I'm like, yeah, you know, what happened? The guy played a little grab ass with this dude. and uh, Did you read it? But, yeah, then I read the details, and it was like, all right, no, no, no. He, he was this he was taken advantage up. of, and yep. it was disgusting, yep. and, and, and the whole thing is just absolutely vile. There's a documentary on, uh, on Netflix about a, a, a mafia a guy buys a hockey team for his kid and his kid loves professional wrestling. And he goes out and he's smart enough to use uh, data. You know, this is like in the nineties mm-hmm. and he goes ahead and he builds the most violent um, hockey team possible. And uh, they get in, they bring in all the thugs of hockey and they go out there and this is, you know, like a minor league, but it's a semi-professional team mm-hmm. and the league the commissioner of the league is trying to shut these guys down. They're like the garbage men because the father worked in sanitation in New, New Jersey. And uh, his son, AJ, 
uh, he bought the team for. Uh, so, and you know, they have, they showed like birthday parties where they had birthday parties for AJ and like Hunter Hearst Helmsley's there and Gain and, you know, obviously they're going out a little money for the wrestlers to come by, uh, you know, with, the, with, with this mafia hookup. So they, they, they go and they, they have this violent league and everybody's getting their teeth knocked out and the guy almost gets killed and then, but they're, they're excited and the commissioner is trying to shut them down. But then by the end of it, the commissioner realizes, my God, fans, the Raptors are black. This minor league is making money and everyone's excited about it. We got a call? No, no, we do not. You got a call. Yep. Um, so, is it called uh, Untold? Yeah, it sounds good. I Un- mean, if not, it's better. Untold Crime and Penalties? That sounds right. That sounds good, yeah. The Mafia-owned hockey team? Yeah, yeah. That, that, I mean, unless there's multiple Mafia-owned hockey teams, I mean, it's very possible. We don't know. There could be. Jeez. I will say, it's the, me explaining the documentary was more enjoyable than the documentary itself. It wasn't a really good documentary. You could oh. probably like read the Wikipedia page. So you're, just as much. you're telling me not to pull up the, pro, the 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 trailer for it? If you got the trailer, I mean, fire it up by all means. I mean, why not? Let's roll. A gentleman by the name of Jimmy Galante fought his 17-year-old son, his own hockey team. And the president of the day was 17 years old. This was the largest investigation I've ever been a part of. Jimmy was the real Tony Soprano. We were the bad boys of hockey. A sweet mix of pro wrestling and the mighty ducks. I made it very clear if you do something to embarrass this league, you're going to be dealt with. Also gangster mentality. Every player was getting paid under the table. I was supposed to say that or no? We dominated. It was a shit show. I consider the team. I didn't have to be a rocket scientist to assume that something bad was going to happen. Well, okay then. Yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I guess it's worth watching for like a, like a you know. You got nothing going on. You, you can watch with your kids so they can learn swearing, you know, so that you don't have to worry but, about them going to football games. But I do see your, your point, though. You explaining it might have been better than the actual show as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's it, it's it, the, the cheese and the story probably isn't as good as the reality of the uh, well, uh, documentary. Sean had jumped on earlier to help us out, tell us, yes, it's untold. But uh, uh, Dino said that uh, done. Now it's on the play the playlist. The, the trailer sold some people, so we're good. That, that'll do. Mount Greenwood, is that Tennessee? I think it's a neighborhood in Chicago, my friend. Oh, I'm thinking of Mount Julius. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, there's a wait, lot of shit. We're not doing Sandra Chalk yet. in Chicago. It's later. It's a very uh, Mount. You know, I, I come from uh, uh, Prospect Heights. No, yeah. And it was a right. very high place. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of prospecting going on. So I understand uh, Mount Greenwood. Wait. Oh, of course. There's a cemetery there. Mount Greenwood. Yeah. Right, right, right. Prospect Heights was very, uh, very high. We had a lot of prospects. Yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of people went on to good careers. I would imagine it's not Kirkland. I'll tell you that much. Kirkland, no. a, a place to call home, a nice place to call home. Uh, it's live at the Sports Attic, guys. Tonight is uh, Tuesday, November second. 
the five-year anniversary of the greatest night of Al Archer's life. Am I right? Like, one of the best nights of your life. Am I wrong? Being the Giants. Uh, and the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. Al, we were in the same place together that night. I had come there to watch it. Uh, unfortunately, for about an inning and a half, I was asked to go outside since I knew the owners of the establishment. And the old, uh, what do you call that guy who comes by and says there's too many people here? The, uh, oh, yeah, the fire marshal. Yep, the fire marshal had come by, and they were like, hey, anybody that we know, could you maybe step outside? So we did, and but then we got our own VIP room upstairs, so I didn't get to watch it near you uh, but, uh, that night. And then uh, right afterwards, we were only about three, four blocks away from Wrigley Field, made our way down. I made it to the sign, Al, the sign where it said World Series Champions on the marquee. I made it there. And I got a picture taken at 1.59 a.m. At 1.59 a.m., I got the picture. And, I mean, we had to sneak around because they were blocking you coming down. They had the horses coming down Clark Street. We had to sneak up Sheffield to get there. They, they, uh, we, I got a picture. Got a picture of it on, uh, at 1.59 a.m. At 2 a.m., they changed that effing sign to say, get home safe. Because they, they were done having people come there. Because just everybody just kept coming. Thousands and thousands. The horses, they didn't have enough horses. They, Look, I'd like to present a medal to you uh, for first place. Thank in, you. And getting to the sign. Thank you. Uh, and here's what I remember. I'm working at a bar. I'm working. You know, oh, I'm man. professional. I'm a man doing a job. Playing music between the commercials. music. I, I got to get paid. You know what I mean? I need tips. And the bar is packed. There's, there's, we're at capacity. There's You're about to have people. a night. I'm Woo. about to have a night. These, these, these baseball people, they hey, win the World hey, Series hey. within 10 minutes after there is not a soul in the bar except me and the, everyone else who works there. That place is empty. I made zero dollars that night. To hell with that night. I had been upstairs because we got the VIP treatment by that point. And I do remember the, uh, Remember the owner coming up after people had left downstairs? He's like, you know, you can go back downstairs. Like, and we're like, no, we're good here. We're fine. But uh, when we came downstairs, uh, it was empty. I looked over at you and you go, where the fuck is everybody? Yeah. And then yeah. I left too. <laughs> and let me tell you, there's not a worse sport in existence. I would rather watch uh, grab ass hockey. I, I would rather watch professional tennis, badminton. Uh, oh, come I, on. The, the game the Italian people play with the balls they knock around in those holes, I'd rather play that than they have to watch baseball. Come on. Come on. Uh, Dino, Dino says that uh, south side, southwest side, cops, firefighters, and teachers, that's, that's where I am. Up, we're up here on the northwest side. About the same. Yeah, I, I think I know. Yeah, like Edison Park. Uh, down there, Edison you know. Park. Yeah, yeah. Edison Park is police. Like, yeah, that's what cops. That's say. what he said. You don't live cops, in cops, firefighters, right? and teachers. I got cops over here, over here, Portage Park, right up in Jefferson Park, up in uh, what's that other one? Just yeah. north, Edison. Oh, that's everybody walking by. That's the view. That's the view from the front of the bar I'm working at. Just as these, uh, as it, look at zombies, man. Man, I wouldn't trade her that bar for anybody. <laughs> yeah, so that was the end of my night right there. People going down the street. That's home run in pizza across the street there. It's gone now. You know. They still got the one on the south side, don't they? 
Man, I went to one, and it was nothing like the one that was in Lakeview. The, the home run in pizza at Lakeview had a bar with, like, nice bartenders. The one I went to, it was like you buy your pizza, and they put a number on your table. Oh, nice. That's that's the pizza place that I want to be at, though. Right? Like, don't you yeah. want to go to a real authentic pizza place in the city? Yeah, exactly. That thing that's was too fancy over there. I went over to that exactly. place with you. It was, what's that? That's the place you bring your kids to. Exactly. See, yeah, just like the place that I went to uh, Sunday to watch the watch the Bears. The Lakeview place—that's a place you, you know you, you go and watch football with your friends. At. All right. If if you have a frozen pizza, what are you going with, Al? Man, I guess for years I've gone with Jacks. I'm gonna, I, Jacks or Red Baron. I, you Red Baron would win if they just gave me a fucking circle to put the pizza on afterwards out of the oven. <sighs> I'm going to disappoint you here. Because I'm going to tell you that Home Run Inn has been our go-to. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. It grew on me. I used to hate it. It's a solid it, – it, it, it really is. It, it, it gets the job done. It absolutely uh, – it, it is just a solid go-to. We did it on Halloween instead of ordering out, which had we ordered out, maybe I would have known that, uh, that my wallet, <laughs> when the last time I had it, had it was. But um, we uh, – we, we like that. And then I heard uh, Chris Tannehill on the local uh, sports talk station say, try um, Motor City Pizza. And I did. It's a Detroit-style Motor City, right? Never would have guessed. I, like the, I, I have no hate on Detroit-style pizza. I have no, no hate on it. Jets, can you do it, Al? Yeah, I like, I, I like Jets, but I prefer just to get like their, their breadsticks. Oh, okay. See, and, and this Motor City Pizza, it works for me. I've got, I, I like it, and I say it's number two right behind Home Run Inn. I am a Chicago-style pizza guy through and through. Chicago-style, I'll, I'll order from a local joint, get square-cut, thin-crust pizza. Now, that's, that's what I like. I don't like pizza, the What if the pizza says Chicago-style, but it's made in Arlington Heights? Is it still Chicago-style pizza? I, I mean, I currently don't eat pizza from there, so. But I'm saying, let's say you bought a frozen pizza and it's at Chicago style, and it was made in Arlington Heights. Is it still Chicago style pizza? Um. Yeah, <laughs> it absolutely is. You got me on the pizza. But I'll tell you what: if you moved Arlington Heights, you can't say that you're from Arlington Heights. It's a it's a style. It's Chicago style pizza. What do you mean if it's, it's not saying Chicago. It's not saying home, Chicago home pizza. It's saying Chicago style pizza. That's all right. I grew up on Chicago style thin crust. Like back home, it was the same square cut, uh, thin crust. It nothing nothing better than that. It, it's what I love. Wait a minute, Chalamba mentioned something. Have you have you heard of this? I didn't know they did a pizza. Totino's, the guys who do the pizza rolls? Oh, they make – it is like a cracker crust. It is fantastic. It's got it's bubbly. You fold it in half and you eat it like a sandwich. Give credit where it's due. Joe, Joe said it first. Or, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Jay said it first. and uh, It's bubbly? Oh, uh, two-tone. It has like, a, like air pockets. Tony's you know, here like tonight. Jordan's. Good to see you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like Jordan's air pockets. Yeah, you're like you're walking on air. Uh, those are the two that are right now in the freezer. Those are the only two. Once in a while, a Jax ends up in there. I don't. I don't hate on a Jax here and there. 
That's fine. It'll it'll do. Yeah, Jackson's all right. Jackson's uh, the default. Yeah. But how the hell do you how the hell does Red Baron stay in business, giving you pizza that comes into a box without the circle underneath? Like, oh, home run points. Home run in doesn't do it either. You either oh, have really? to put you either have to home run in out huh? disqualified. Well, you got to put it on top of the box, or you get a pizza stone. We inherited one at the seminary apartment. Someone left it one behind there. Uh-huh. And so, so the pizza stone gets it done. Some cook it on the stone. I don't understand that. Maybe somebody could call in and explain how you do that. Um, give us a call, 760-454-8834. Yeah, but no, but, 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 but I always had an issue getting the crust on the frozen, like getting the crust right. And I have friends making home, homemade. Oh, my, my, uh, the, my family made the pizza last night. And it, it was great, great little homemade pizza. But um, I don't understand cooking a frozen pizza on a pizza stone. I think you just got to go center rack, get it done. That's it. Do you remember? Do you remember the Cold Stone ice cream where they, it was like a hibachi grill? They they chopped the ice cream up on a stone in front of you. No, I miss that place. No, I don't know. I don't know. Does Virginia Any more ice cream? own the pizza company? I don't even know where they're at now. Sorry, I keep going yes, back Virginia to the chat. A, get... Virginia owns the pizza company. That's why they're moving on like to Heights. Who's Virginia? Oh, all right. Yep, now, now I'm there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I get distracted by the chat line. I got I to turn it off. Pay attention to it. Turn it off. All right. I'm going to watch Untold, Volume 1. Monkeys on Bulls. On Netflix uh, as of the 31st. Boom. Uh, Al, I watched Parasite. So, have you watched Squid Games yet? Well, I didn't know you watched Para- uh, Parasite. So, I will watch. Uh, I'll watch. Uh, I'll sample Squid Games now. Yes. Okay. Good. I did. Did you like Parasite? I didn't watch it yet, but I'm gonna watch it this week. So, will you watch Squid Games? If If I promise, will you at least have started Squid Games by next week? If I promise you that I will have watched Squid Games by then. No. What? Absolutely not. No, I promise you. Guys, no. people in you the chat, me tell me that Al, you know that Al would love Squid Games. You know he you, would. You have promised me to watch, you know, Japanese wrestling, multiple things in the past. Yeah, I'm gonna, I promise you. This is it. Marcia, watch it. are you shitting me? All of, a sudden, all of a sudden, it's time to talk about it, and you go, oh, you know, I got kids. I got kids. I Are you shitting me? You're sports. at the Tokyo Dome watching something, and I watched the fucking thing live. Do you know what time that was on here? Do you know what time that was on here? I watched Japanese wrestling. I watch it. You're you're there. I watched it live. Well, that was the one time I was there. I'm talking about the other time. Well, I watch it other times, too. You don't watch it all the time anymore. No, right now I'm not watching it. it, it it's, uh, you know, it's too covid no, we got too many uh, COVID issues down there. Yeah, are, do they have to cancel a lot of shows still? And like, well, no just, fans and all that shit. Re- it's travel restrictions, so a lot of the, like the guys I like can't get into the country. Um, although you know the local show, the the, the show at uh, well, they moved it, but it's usually at Marion Catholic. They they announced they're bringing in the uh, the man who claims he's the IWGP World Champion, Will Ospreay, and they've also announced now. Uh, Thunder Rosa is going to be on the show. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Chalamba just asked if anyone's watching the game. Dude just had to break his ankle, and I looked up. In and baseball? It's on in the background, yeah. Oh, no, uh, no. 
Is he all right? Is he all right? Is this a World Series? You got to watch it. The pitcher had to cover first. Yeah, it's, it could be the final game. Oh, if he got the out, worth it, I think, in the World Series. Oh, let me know if he's all right, guys. Jesus. Uh, but Chalamba said that uh, like Parasite's a great movie. I agree. What's that? I like your overacting on the whole thing. No. Uh, oh. oh, he's still pitching. I can't do an ankle injury, man. I can't watch him. They, well, uh, I don't watch him. Huh? I, I, I just flat out. I don't watch him. Oh, they're if terrible. Somebody's like, hey, there's an ankle injury. Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're terrible. So, uh, Al, I know that you're very concerned. It's game six. Kind of the same situation the Cubs have found themselves in. Down 3-1 on the road. Or at home, they had a game, game five. Actually, this is the opposite. The Cubs had to go on the road to do it. But uh, the Astros are down. We're down three one. Now it's three two. They're in Game Six, and they uh, they've got to win three in a row to to win the World Series. So we'll see. Still the first wow. inning. Yeah. Uh, is the score ten to eight? I do know Parasite's a good movie, and I will watch it. No, it's nothing. Nothing. Bottom of the first. Are you frozen? Oh. Yes. I'm. Um, I'm. Um, call me Queen. Uh, what's her name? Queen Nakamura. Mm-hmm. D- uh, is it, it? It's Dino. Or am I pronouncing that right? I, I thought it was Dino. Right? It's Dino. Yeah. Um, no, Clark. It's Dino. He's, he's a dinosaur in Mount Greenwood. All right, pal. Uh, no. Um, he made it to Game Seven. It sounds like I was. I was at Game Three and Game Five here. Uh, game five, the the atmosphere, the end of it, it was like, we know, and, and everything felt good the way that it was set up. We had the starting pitching set up to make it happen, but who knew that game seven would go the way it was? I, I almost pulled the trigger to go too, but uh, congrats on being there in Cleveland. That's amazing. Absolutely fantastic. All right. Very exciting. I mean, it baseball. Is. Yeah. Very popular, very popular uh, sport. And the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. Oh, boy. Well, what else? Well, we are live at the Sports Attic, per usual. We're about to hit hour two. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good hour. Every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m., we do this thing here. Uh, we've, taken a, we've taken months off at a time. We've taken a, a little bit of time off here and there. But we've been doing a weekly show since 2012. He is larger. I'm Lawrenson. How did your your DraftKings week go, brother? You know, it went really well. Uh, I took some shots, and uh, I was up most of the day in the Millie Maker, and uh, I thought I was going to do well, but uh, I had a feeling I was going to have a bad day. So I think I, you know, I play twenty teams in the Millie Maker, which is uh, four hundred dollars. So I was going to go ahead and play. Uh, I wanted I wanted some insurance. It's like in uh, poker, you can buy some insurance. Yep. So I did a fifty fifty, but I did a two hundred and fifty dollar fifty fifty. Ah. <laughs> so you know, I'll pull out five hundred on the win. You know, I'll make the two fifty, and if I have any losses in the Millie Maker, it'll cover it. And that's exactly what happened. I put the most money in the field I ever have. I put seven hundred and fifty dollars in the field and I came out with like eight fifty. So I, I made okay. hundred bucks. Not exactly a good Sunday, not not anything to brag about, but um 
I mean, not a bad Sunday. You didn't come out 750 down. You didn't come out 500 down. Anytime you play high, a high-risk game like the Millie Maker and, uh-huh. and you come away uh, with money in your pocket, yeah, I'll take that. That's a good week. So, uh, yeah, not upset whatsoever about uh, about it. But, uh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'll take it. Um, should we quickly discuss um, the DK? I know everybody always wants to know how our weekly daily fantasy is going. Should we quickly well, sure. discuss that here tonight? Yeah, I love I love breaking down your team and, and giving you uh, constructive criticism. It's my favorite part of the show. Well, actually, I have breaking news for the folks at home because um, here is your constructive criticism this week about my team. Nice. That should have made you money. Good job today, you said. Smart bankroll management. That's exactly what you told me. Yeah, yeah, because you, you, yeah, you played a, you played in a 50-50, which is fine, yeah. But, uh, I played you know, in a couple 50 50s Came in second place over there in DK Rainmakers. Now, now, uh, now, who came in first place? I, I believe, forgot. I believe oh, you, you know, did. I believe you two did. Two weeks in a row now. That is two weeks in a row, and that is almost as good as three weeks in a row, isn't it? Close. Like it's really close to to that. Very, very close to that. Oh, yeah, um, another dominant week. It was good. It was a good, good week. Uh huh. The old fantasy world. Yep. Minus my ending suspension. There. If you look over here to the side, you notice that uh, Big Elwood there had 164.42. Um, and if you uh, if you look right below, I was in second place with uh, 156.56. Your good play you there was lucky. Joe Mixon. You got lucky with a last-second touchdown. And oh. good for you and catch you there. But. You know what? It doesn't matter when the touchdowns happen, Al. They, it, it doesn't matter when they happen. It's whatever happens within the constraints of the games that matters. So, so there's nothing so lucky about up, it. I put this game – this is the same team I played in the $250 50-50. And it was a 22-man uh, pool, you know, where the top, uh, the top 10 people uh, make $250. And then the bottom uh, 12 lose all their money. And I was concerned because there was only 22 people in it. And sure enough, the game comes out, and I look, and the guy whose game I try to, to emulate, Chipotle Addict, yeah. he's in the game. It's all sharks. Every player in that game was a, was a high-stakes wow. uh, named uh, uh, fantasy football player. So I'm like, man, I'm either going to sw- swim or sink with the sharks. And out of the 22 people, I came in first place on that game. So first or second. I might have had second. Wow, uh, but uh, but yeah, Chipotle Chipotle expert ended up uh, uh, I think second to last. Uh, like me and like a lot of smart players, I play, he played Jalen Hurts, um, which ended up being a mistake. Um, you know, you just thought the guys the guy's floor was eleven points, and his ceiling was about thirty two, and uh, sure enough, he hit his floor. So that was the only mistake I really made on the week. Uh, I went with Mixon and Henderson. I thought it was way too risky to spend up at uh, uh, Derek Thomas. Just, you know, $9,000 when Derek, Derek Henderson was a must play. Like, he was obviously, at his price point, 6500 just way too cheap for the amount of volume he gets as a player. So, yeah, uh, yeah 
Henry, Henry, disappointing play there for you, Clark. All right, pal. Henderson, I played Henderson Mixon, a lot. Mixon, I didn't feel great about. Uh, his price was right where I needed to be, and uh, seven thousand. Yeah, he got his money. You know, I knew he was going to get the volume, and he was playing the Jets, mm-hmm. uh, so he he definitely hit his value at twenty five. Cooper Cup, man, you know the White Ghost. I read a book uh, by Jonathan Bales, uh, a, a fantasy how to win fantasy football for smart people, and one of the things he talks about is um, people's uh, what do you call it when when you you uh, you fade something because you know you kind of have a feeling their um, their disdain their uh... no a bias you have a bias against certain players. And, Cup Cup was always a bias of mine until I don't know the last couple of weeks. One of the one of the examples he gave was white wide receivers in the NFL get owned far less, um, you know, by percentage wise. They tend to even when they're really good, they tend to not get played. And uh, you know, it, it it just may be random that that bias exists, but it's the statistics prove out white wide receivers tend to overproject their their value and are underowned consistently. So well, Cooper Cup, we're looking at the ownership just in our league there at thirty percent, right? Yeah, which, but, which is about that's, a, that's good. But his price is nine grand also at this point. Like it's no longer but, like like I, he's going to get underplayed because he's cost so damn much, right? His ownership, his ownership has been. Um, Keep going down, but I feel like a lot of not so hip players played Derrick Henry at that price point over Cooper Cup. And uh, hang on a minute, what are you trying to fucking say? Well, well I'm saying you, the money was better spent. And now here's my team. No, you're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. And has right. been. And you know, uh, Mark, Mark Henry. Uh, I'm sorry, Derrick Henry has. Uh, we can get wrestling in my mind. Has. Uh, uh, Man, this Derrick Henry news is absolutely earth-shattering. It is some of the most depressing, uh, one of the saddest things I've ever woken up to in my life. It hurts daily Uh, fantasy so much, especially the cash game, right? Because you can just count on him to just score points. Well, year long, and and I got a team that's doing really well. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, What do you call call it? Uh, Year long uh, fantasy football. Best ball. Best ball, year-long and best ball. Mm, mm-hmm. I have a team that, you know, I'm kicking your ass in that league, and uh, I, I needed Derrick Henry moving forward, but more so in because, you know, there's half a million dollars on the line in the best ball tournament. And, uh, yeah, him going down, it just hurts me. But then again, it also helps me because a lot of people have him. A lot more people have him on teams than I do on mine because he was a guy you either had, you know, you got the draft pick and you were able to get or you didn't. So, uh, Cooper Cup, a great pick. T. Higgins was the flavor of the week. He was talked up all over, uh, 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 you know, established the run. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a very safe play at 5,200 for the volume he was getting. Four catches, 97, just missed a 100-yard bonus. That would have been a huge difference. Um, he, he didn't perform as well as, as uh, I would have liked, but he also didn't hurt me. The punt of the week was Jan- Van Jefferson. Uh, that was pretty well known. Uh, 3,900, uh, 3, you know, he, he gets the volume in a, in a game that projected high. He just uh, about hit it. Huh? He just about got it. He got, he got about yeah, what yeah. he needed. I mean, for 4K at a wide receiver, you give me 12 points. You give me 11 points. I'm fine with that. Yep. Dan Arnold was another punt. Uh, 
tight end was ugly this week, man. There was nowhere to spend. It was like just go down as low as you could feel comfortable with. Yeah. And for most people, 40% in this you did uh, you know, 10 person tournament, yep. uh, you, you just play Dan Arnold and you match the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godwin felt like a really good play um, because, you know, Lattimore was going to be covering Evans and Lattimore hyster- historically has shut down Evans. Uh, Godwin chill. just felt like the right play. And uh, obviously it was, it was a smash play. Yep. Uh, you know, that, that, that's really what won it for me was playing Godwin. I saw a lot of Washington football team out there. I saw a lot of Washington football team out there as the defense too. I don't know how I feel about chalk in, in, in games of this size at, at the uh, defense position. It might be wise to get off that, but Washington was so cheap. It just felt like an easy six points. And that's what you got. You got seven points for 2,100. My, uh, my punt was, uh, was Agnew from the same team, of course. And he got me, he got me there. Yeah, sixteen points. I, I mean, what's this larger? Fifty-four hundred dollars. Josh Allen, uh, you know, passing fifty percent of us played Emmanuel Sanders in this league. Fifty percent, and here's here's the deal. That was a great tournament play. Horrible cash play. That guy had so much risk. Had to play digs, huh? At, at fifty-four hundred, he probably even was too much in tournament. Uh, I should have faded him as the chalk was going up on him because he was talked up a lot. Yeah, he was. You know, it wasn't just you making that foolish mistake. I know. Um, I heard it. Saw it everywhere. Understand when pe- whenever they're talking up somebody, look at the ceiling. And if you're comfortable with the ceiling, then it's a good play for the price point. But if okay. the ceiling is, you know, 18 points on a guy who's 5,400, that's not a great play. And I should Zero. have – Zero points. Yeah, to, to put it in uh, the the, uh, the quote from uh, Professor Dean in Animal House, zero point zero. So, Lutarski. Uh, uh, so, he, he was a guy I absolutely in in big field tournament play. I should have had. Uh, I should have set a rule up in the in the uh, emulator. In, in, in the generator that the only time Emmanuel Sanders should end up in any of my lineups is if Josh Allen is playing with him. So I, I made a mistake there. Yeah. Um, what about Pittman Jr.? Were you on him? He was being kind of talked up as well. Yeah, um, I was on Pittman Jr. A good spot. Um, you know, he, he projected well. I don't know if I would have played him in cash. I didn't. Um, so when I'm building a team out these days, especially for this cash game, I'm thinking, what is Al going to give me hell for, for playing in cash? I think Agnew, I would have thought you were going to give me hell for. Yeah. And I thought Pittman Jr. You might give me hell for. I thought those two, you might completely. And in my mind, when I'm playing Derrick Henry, a little bit of chalk, that's exactly what I think, what would Al Larcher tell me to do? Well, I was the only damn person who played him in this league. Well, you know, what you do is don't look at the running back position. Look at the flex position. You know, would you rather have Cooper Cup or would you rather have Derrick Henry? Both are going to be chalk. Both of them are chalk. Which one are you going to be more comfortable playing? Which one do you think has the better upside for you? And it just felt like Derrick Henry could go bad. Okay. And Cooper Cup probably is going to be a safe play. Um, that was my thinking. That's why I went with it. But, I mean, Derrick Henry wasn't a bad play. 
It's just you know, hard to think that Derrick Henry's going to do you wrong because he's yeah. just I mean, been the solid provider of points. Solid. If if we were talking, uh, if we were talking up, uh, uh, you know, Derrick Henry putting up forty points this week, we, you'd be saying you were a genius, you know, and, right. and that was in the realm of possibilities. So what shit, I didn't need forty from him, Al. I needed fucking nine, nine. Would have gotten me the win this week in our league. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, like I said, we're playing for a trophy here, and I don't know if I don't know if you know it, but you and I are one and two. Like we're yeah, we're number absolutely. one and we're number two in our league, right? We are. It's uh, the race is on, man, and you got a nice lead on me. You know, I need to do a lot to catch you. Well, no, you know, no, but that's getting that's closing up every week. You keep getting your points. And it keeps closing up quite a bit, does it not? That's why that's why I like the point system because normally I wouldn't give a shit if you got second place. But the fact that you got second place got, in the last second touchdown uh, this week, man, you know, our scoring system, you get five points for first place, you get three points for second place. You know, and I had to go back I had to go back and look at that again because I wasn't positive on what uh on what the point system was. But then uh I mean there it is. Like uh here, let me uh, let me get a little zoom. Uh, it's the 1922 Olympic medal scoring system. Is that what? It, are you serious? You really went to that, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. It might not be. I'm, I'm guessing the year, but it was like right around there. And so uh, every every gold you get five, every silver you get three, and a bronze you get one. I thought it might have been only two. I had to go back and look again just to make sure. But so right now I've got an eight point lead. You're not going to make that up in one week. You're not going to make it up in two weeks, Al. But you can make it up in about five weeks for sure. It, there's 17 games this year, too. Well, if, well, you we might know. catch this because of the extra fucking game. I, I didn't even think of that. may not be able to play, Clark. I may, be, I may have been canceled <laughs> from the league. So Wait. you might win. You might, uh, you might, might get the... Will the league play? happen? Even, even, if we, so. even if neither one of us score points... That's still a win over you in the league for me because each week means you have less of a chance to continue. I'm, you know what? I, I think that I, I should send a letter to DraftKings and just let them know that perhaps perhaps you have cheated the system, Al. No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I would not. Please do not send anything to DraftKings. <laughs> I might be Thank you, buddy. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I'm going to end up in front of uh, the Judge G- G- Judy version of DraftKings. Do you have the trophy sitting near you at this time? Was it delivered? It was delivered. I will. We'll have a presentation next week. Uh, okay. Uh, no, next week I'll be in Austin. So two weeks from now, I will show the trophy. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I'm sure I can find it on Amazon right now. Yeah, that's where I got it from. Fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's the scoring there. <sighs> Man. Uh, Al, are you jumping on the uh, on the Chicago Bulls bandwagon at all? Yeah, I, I'm not going to invest in the basketball until they're at about the halfway point. Um, I know, I know they're on a streak right now, man. They're looking good. I'm excited for them. Yeah, they're they're um, they're a whole lot of fun. Last night was a honestly, like I had looked at Lauren and I go, you know what? They're starting to get really taken. It it's getting taken to them in the second half. I'm going to flip over to football for a bit, and she went to go put put our oldest away. Uh, away. She went to go put uh, Hazel to sleep. <laughs> Um, and she went to go, go put her to sleep for a second. And, uh, 
then they kept coming back. Every time I flicked back, bad shit would happen. So, you know, I'm superstitious sometimes watching sports. So I flipped it back off. But, man, Al, they outscored them 39-11 to 11 in the fourth quarter. The Bulls did, and they got it done. Oh, there it is. Oh, that's beautiful. That's a beaut, beautiful, my friend. Beautiful bronze football. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That thing right there is 100%. Absolutely perfect. And right now, I I would say that if there were Vegas odds on this, I would be the favorite as of right now. Well, no, you might be. You might be. I mean, I still, my average is so much higher than yours. Uh, I got to think Vegas is going to have to consider that. You do have the you do have the point advantage right now. So well, I can I bring right. something up with this be... with this point advantage? I don't know if you look at it though. Don't we have a high percentage of the points here between you and I? Are we yeah. starting to turn the others off? Are they all like, Ugh. you know, you got JM over here with one. You probably got a guy or two in there without a without a point at all. Are they all thinking that we're just here to steal to steal money at this point? Which we're not. Well, like it's all a game. I don't think so. I, I know. I know. Ed is committed to, to trying to, 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 you know, get up and, and win. Um, I don't know. You saw Cooley. You saw Cooley this week. How how was he feeling? Is he like I'm almost done? I can't compete with you guys. Or uh, you know what? He didn't. He didn't have that word. He. I know. I know that he's good at what he does. So we talked a little bit about his year long and whatnot. I did. I did a bunch of just catching up personally with with him and and our and our guy Billy a little bit. So we didn't talk too much, but. Uh, he he was pretty sad to see that I had Pittman rolling and he didn't. Um, he he's ready. I think I think he knows he can still get this done. He's pretty good at it. He he's one of the all time leaders in this in this league. Charlie Hogan, you know, historically is the has been the the most money one leader. Yeah, and I think he's won the most gold. He's just having a bad year this year. What's he at? He's sitting on he's sitting on one silver for the year. Yeah, that's not so great. Charlie's always confident he's going to win, so I don't think Charlie's going anywhere. Me neither. Me neither. Loki, Loki, uh, he was new. I think he just started with us last year, and uh, he seems committed. So Joel's racking up those uh, the points. He's staying in the game just by racking up, uh, you know, the the bronze over there. That'll do it. Yeah, he's like he's he's basically our version of Canada. This was an Olympic yes. competition. Yes. You know, you're China, I'm the USA, and uh, he's Canada. Absolutely. Yep, yep, absolutely. But uh, a lot of bronzes in Canada. Yeah. The, uh, the, the rookie, the Chicago-born kid for the Bulls who went to, uh, who went to U of I, getting it done. Oh, did you see this shit, Al? You know how the NCAA is getting everything right now? where they, they started letting players earn money off their likeness a little bit. Yeah. That started July 1st. Days before that, in June, Kofi Coburn, uh, superstar for the Illini, uh, he had declared eligible for the draft. Days before he declared that he was going to come back to college, he, uh, he sold some figurines or something of himself in June, which then it was still technically illegal for him to do. The NCAA, even though starting on July 1st, made all of that legal, those sons of bitches suspended him for three games to start the season. Those assholes. They just, they, yeah. they don't understand. They, uh, it's, they just want, it's the money. It's all money. It yeah. all comes down. Everything in life boils down to money. And that's a shame. Yep. Yep. 
Well, I mean, I don't know if you you heard the uh, uh, horrible story with uh, Henry Ruggs, but mm. uh, very very ugly. You know, um, he he. It sounds like he killed a guy uh, in in a car accident while he was intoxicated, and uh, you know, the receiver for the uh, the 22 year old receiver um, for the uh, Oakland Las Vegas Raiders. Um, you you ruined the life of a family. You ruin the life yeah. of a, a you know of his friends of this person's friends and and in your your career it's done. Yeah, yeah. So uh, very very sad story. And you know I know the <sighs> NFL. I mean the, <sighs> we live in a world with Uber. We live in a, a time where you know anybody can Uber. Anybody can get car service. Uh, I know the NFL has a program. I know they have in the past. Um, you know, we're, we're basically that they, they want to prevent this and you call a number on a card in New York any time of night and some lady picks up, you wake her up and you go, oh, okay, hold on. And then she calls the cab for you, yep. you know, and they pay for it. Um, so, I mean, there's services, there's ways around this. And uh, yeah, it's just a shame, man, 22. But that's a lesson. It's a lesson that should be um, echoed throughout the league and uh, throughout uh, society as a whole. You know, I almost got carjacked the other night, uh, I, or maybe I don't know. I oh yeah, what the hell? The what is going on with this? What was this? It was uh, so it was after work. I think it was Saturday night. It was Friday or Saturday night. I'm driving down Elston, which is a pretty busy street here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Three in the morning, not so much. It's empty. Um, and all of a sudden, some guy. I see a guy starting to cross the street, and uh, all of a sudden, like he stops. And I stop, and he looks at me, and it's like uh, it's like the thing in Pulp Fiction before uh, Marcellus Wallace takes it in the ass. Um, so I look at him, he looks at me, and I'm like, well, I don't want to take it in the ass. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on. He starts walking towards my car. I immediately throw the car in reverse, and I'm trying to find an exit out of there because I just don't want to be stuck in a situation. All of a sudden, a car comes up behind me and blocks me, and I'm like, uh-oh. And uh, I start panicking. That car behind me starts honking, like, you know, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I got a maniac, a zombie. I mean, this could be a zombie. I don't know. There's a plague, mm-hmm. you know? Well, we have COVID times. This guy, this guy, this guy could have, like, a Delta 17 that turns people into zombies, and he's trying to eat my brains. I don't know. He could be carjacked. Yeah. There's a lot going on in this city. I can't get around him. So I start trying to pull to the other lane, and the dude blocks me. The guy, the guy walking blocks me. And the guy behind me darts around me. He, he, he does, he's like, I don't know what's going on. He darts around me. He takes <laughs> off. He got out of there. He gets out of there. So now I'm alone with this guy. And the guy starts coming towards my car. And uh, I, I just, I, I finally get a break where he wasn't in front of me. And I gunned it out of there. And I started feeling bad. I'm like, well, maybe he needed help. He didn't seem like he needed help. I never saw a gun or anything. Uh, but an ambulance, an off-duty ambulance, or an ambulance not, you know, with the lights on, an was coming in, in the direction that was now headed that way. And it looked like he got blocked, too. So I'm like, well, those are professionals, you know. They, they got radios, so. Huh. Was there a car that stopped behind you that you felt was threatening you, or that he, they just got out of there? Well, in the heat of the moment, you don't know, man. yeah, yeah. You know, a car came. I couldn't back up any longer. Yep. It seemed to be blocking me. Um, yep. It didn't know what the – but I, it was just a dude who didn't know what was going on. And, right. Much like you, know. you in that situation. 
And then at that time yeah. of the night, you know, you have drunk people driving, me, like a lot. So, I, I mean, I don't want to get I don't want to get hit from behind by some drunk who's who doesn't know what's going on or you know is just coasting through the road. So yeah, it, it was uh, it was bad, man. It was bad. Well, I'm I'm glad that you're good. First of all. Second of all, um, wow, what a weird story. That's crazy. Do you do you feel like there's no no police? Whenever I worked that late, I was always within a couple blocks of where I lived. Do you find that that late at night you always find yourself you you end up finding weird, just different weird, random shit like that on your way home? Like I mean, it's usually on on uneventful and quiet. I see a lot of drunk drivers. I mean, I, I do I do see that. But what's the big tell on on it being a drunk driver? Well, they drive slow. They 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 go under the speed limit, and then you start seeing the swerving. You're like, oh, they're driving slow because they think they're being safe, and mm. uh, but they're swerving, and it's going to be hard to get around them because you don't want to make a sudden move and scare them. You know, they, it's like a a haunted house, you know, you don't want to ah, jump out at somebody and then they, they, they're drunk and they punch you, you know, that's what, you know, you're worried about. So, yeah, yeah you know, do what you got to do. No, I do. Well, like I said, from this day forward, there shall never be a Cracker Barrel Summit with you. Wait, you played that. Nice. That a boy. What? What are you talking about? Huh? Um, have you heard this, Al? African elephants. You've heard of them? I mean, I don't discriminate elephants where they're from. I just they have started evolving uh, to not grow tusks so big because of poachers, right? In, in order to not be the target to be shot. Pretty interesting, right? I started looking this up because the other night we were watching a show and Lauren caught it. And uh, they said that elephants' backs are not built to be carrying people. Huh. And I was like, but but we've been carrying – I... elephants have been carrying people for a long time. I'm pretty sure of it. I once rode an elephant in a parking lot of Kmart. Bullshit. No, Good I believe story. that. I believe that absolutely. Was there a circus? I don't know if there was a circus or just some guy owned an elephant, but they set up a little thing in the parking lot at Kmart. This was like 94. And I said, hey, elephant rides, you know, 10 bucks. You jump by, you ride the elephant around the parking lot. The first use of elephants by humans was roughly 4,000 years ago. So I thought, okay, well, now I'm going to look it up and Google to see if they have evolved. There's no information if they have evolved to carry humans better. But I would yeah. imagine they have. But they have evolved to stay away from Stay away from the the poachers. Does that make they sense? It, there was a there was a tease on the news that I didn't end up watching about. We might be able to communicate with the whales soon. Oh, that'd be wild. We might be able to have conversation with whales. That so, makes I sense. Mean, well, you know, I want to know what's going on in that ocean. A lot of weird shit happening, and if the whales can tell us, I think that'll be behoove us, and it'll behoove them. And you know, we've all seen the Star Trek where they got to go back in time to talk to the whales. Yep. You know, this may this may negate that that from happening. So, so before the Bulls 
were in Chicago, the 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 basketball team Bulls. Um, uh, they had tried basketball a lot, Al. And today I read up on this. It might bore you a little bit, but I was very intrigued to find out that the Buffalo Bisons started in the 1946-47 season after just 13 games. They were like, nope, we're out of Western New York, and now we're going to leave the 14th largest city in the U.S. to go to Moline, Illinois, the 30,000 town on the Mississippi, and they were rechristened as the Tri-City Blackhawks, where they played in a 6,000-seat arena. So they've been in two cities now, right? Well, after a while, they moved out of there, and they went up to... They went up to Milwaukee, and they spent four seasons up in Milwaukee. So now they're under their third city. After that, they moved to St. Louis, where they became the St. Louis Hawks, their fourth city. And today, the team that was formerly the Buffalo Bison, then the Tri-City Blackhawks, then the Milwaukee Blackhawks, then the St. Louis Hawks, are now currently the Atlantic Hawks, making them the only professional sports team to have played in five cities. So there's a team that used to play in Illinois. The Chicago Stags were a team that tried it out in 1946. Um, the original, the one of the original teams just in this city was owned by none other than George Hallis. The Chicago Bruins played in the Broadway Armory and competed in the American Basketball League from 1926 to 1930. That's cool. Their forward, Blair Barney Varnes, was the first to ever shoot a basketball with one hand. Blair, did he only have one hand, or did he have In two? 1946, the state had three teams in the two leagues that would later merge into the NBA. Yeah, but did Bill Barney Barnes have two hands or one hand? Because, I mean, there was a lot of fire. I feel, like, I feel like this article, which I'm getting from Chicago Mag, I feel like this article would have mentioned if he only had one arm, and they do not mention he only had. Okay. But if you remember, like if you ever watch old timey basketball, they're they're shooting free throws underhand. They're shooting they're shooting the shot, you know, with, with two hands. There's no hook shot. There's no layup with one shot. Yeah, that game evolved. To, um, the second half of this show is uh, is uh, about evolution. This is CNN. Chicago's first pro basketball title was uh, George Mikan along with the Chicago American Gears. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mikan, of course, went on to play for the Minnesota and uh, for the Minneapolis Lakers, and he led them to four NBA championships. Got the pre-sale right now. Just came in for uh, WrestleMania. You going back to Texas? Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about it. Uh, a friend of ours, Brent, talked about possibly going. and The Drew uh, talked about possibly going. I'm seeing those guys next week in Austin, so yeah. maybe we can figure it out. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to, uh, to go to WrestleMania this year. Okay. Well, that's, uh, you know... My my WrestleMania takes place out in Hoffman Estates every every uh, Labor Day weekend. It's called uh, out. 
So, well, it looks like uh, the WWE is going to be running a show opposite of that show next year. Oh yeah, I think I read. I think I read that somewhere. Yeah, they, they've got a they've the they're booked that weekend. So, oh, what's their plan for that? I don't know. I heard it might be it might be the England show, so maybe it doesn't even affect it. Like mm-hmm. it might be a different time, but yeah. Gotcha. Hmm. Well. I, I don't know why I can't share screen. It's not a, unable to share screen. Oh, hang on. Let me. Um... You broke it, Clark. You did it again. I don't know what the hell happened. I, I, I just went and stopped doing mine to see if maybe that would let yours come in. You could always try again. Um, many ways that you can join in. You can leave a comment wherever you're watching. You can um, you can join in on the uh, on the text line, or you can just give us a call at seven six zero four five four eight eight three four seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. Currently, the World Series game at six is tied zero to zero. Atlanta leads three to two. Right now, it's the top of the third inning. The count is three and two, with two outs. And former Cub Jorge Soler is up to bat, and that is what is happening here uh, in World Series Game Six. Larcher, did we get any better over there? That's all right. I just wanted to share a picture with you, and I, and I can't. Oh, just text it to me. It's fine. Uh, I'll do this. What is this guy's name, Clark? Oh, Dino Bravo. Are you sure it's not Dino Bravo? It might be. It might be. So you think it's Dino? It is. It's Dino Bravo. Okay. Right. I just want to. I just want to clarify because earlier you had a problem with uh, about Greenwood. Look, I was just trying to respect a, a, a listener out there, huh? A Clark Bar was out there listening to the show. Come on, come on now. Uh, what else, my friend? What's this guy's name? Who's that? No, it's Dino. That's uh, Fred's dinosaur. That's Fred's dinosaur, Dino. And, and they're both spelled the same, mm-hmm. oddly enough. Well, so. in this well, instance, I mean, it's a fair question. In this instance, it is. It is. Oh, you. Listen to this guy. No collusion. No collusion. Well, I do. I, I I probably have to run because I do have to uh, write write an email to DraftKings apologizing. Uh, if you want to send me that email so I can look it over before you send it, you probably don't have to. Like, like you probably Could should. You, can we get like? Can I put in there the Queen Queen Nakamura has forgiven me? Wait, who's Queen Nakamura? Your daughter. It's Queen Anna of Arendelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Queen Anna of Arendelle. Yes, if you say Queen Anna of Arendelle as you should be good to go. Holy cow. Well, what happened while it was here to me. I appreciate it, Al. Thank you. That was very kind. You're welcome. That one came from uh, 
what happened while I was at the beer stand came from when we went to a Bears game. Don't try to be funny. Will you meet Ted? And I went up to find drinks for some folks because a friend of mine that was there with me was having issues walking that day. I do hold good niggas. It's true. The gout. Had a gout flare. <laughs> I'm, the, uh, I'm the model of good health, my friend. Well, like I said, from this day forward, there shall never be a Cracker Barrel Summit with you. I'd like to thank oh, yeah, Clark. Because we had to go to that stupid bear place that they shut down because of the shitting. And the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. Let's do this again next week. Yeah, you did. And let's do it next week. Well, I may, depending on what I have planned for the evening, I'll either be ordering in uh, some Austin food. Oh, yeah, that's right. Or... Or, uh, and then I can just do this from the laptop, or, uh, or I'll be out at a bar and listen to music or something. So I don't know. All right. Well, let's just, um, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll let you guys know what we're doing next week. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll throw something on the Twitter and whatnot when we figure that out. I hope you, you have a good some, time though on that you trip. Got guests lined up. I understand you got some guests lined up. I mean, I, I got a guy, I got a guy that, uh, that, I've been chatting with about being a guest. I was going to ask you tonight if we could bring him. He's, he used to be a regular guest on the show back in the day, and he might come back to talk bears. All right. Well, very good. I'll see if we can bring him on either next he week does, or in two weeks. Know. That guy doesn't like me much. So. I don't know if he likes me very much. Yeah. We'll get to the bottom. Yeah, we will. All right. Good night, y'all. We'll catch you again on Live at the Sports Attic next week. Have a good one. See ya. See ya. Adios, amigos.